I'm so excited for today's show because we have with us the goddess, Kimberly Brooks. Kimberly, I'm so excited <laughs> that you're joining us today on the Ship It Show. I'm such a big fan of yours. You never disappoint. You're an icon, <laughs> and you have a ton of characters that we could have chose from, but the fans chose Bumblebee. So I'm excited to dive into all things Bumblebee with Jean, who directs the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just love you so much. Aw, I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here, and I'm really glad that everybody picked Bumblebee because she's pretty amazing. So we'll have to she's see what happens. the best. <laughs> I love her. She's just the cutest character, and no one could play her but you. I mean, really, you are... Aww. You're such a goddess. I'm so proud to call You're you so friend. Sweet. Thank you for being here. And thank you for being you, my co-host, because who knows? Probably Greg's pooping right now. I know. <laughs> he could be anywhere. He could be anywhere of a number of places. <laughs> he really could be. We just know that he's not here, and that's okay. It's a better... This is the new BB Ray. It is Bumblebee <laughs> Raven. We said it here first. You heard it first. I'm so excited for another brand new episode of The Ship It Show with my beautiful co-host, Tara Strong. Do you know Do you know what we're talking about today, Greg? I'm a nowist, so I just know that I'm here with you right now, and I'm excited for whatever ship we're exploring today, episode. and there's some amazing guests like we always have coming on. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know if you guys have ever seen our show, but typically Greg knows nothing, and it's fine because he's super adorable and funny. Well, thank you. I, um, I represent but... I represent the listeners that know nothing about anything, so there's a lot of us. There aren't any. You know less than any listener, I guarantee. Well, I would I would bet my life on. I'm that. in my own category then. Why? <laughs> Should we say hi to our guests? Yeah. Okay, I'm so, so excited for these two. They have been in my world for a really, 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 really long time. I'm going to have to start with my sister, Kimberly, because I honestly feel like we're sisters. We have had very similar careers. I feel like we look alike. You just need this filter with this little bumblebee on it. Oh, cute. Um, oh, yeah. We're both super bumblebee. nice, super smart. Yeah, you got to get it. <laughs> and super beautiful. Super smart, super, super nice, super beautiful, super talented, super mom. Super funny. Um, We've both had similar things wow. go on in our lives. And I'm just obsessed with you. It's and true. I'm so excited to celebrate you today on The Ship It Show. The wow. fans were so excited um, to know that you were coming. So welcome, Kimberly <laughs> That was the most amazing intro ever. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm going to talk on my microphone because that's what I do. You are such a <laughs> goddess. I, I cannot wait to deep dive into Bumblebee and all things Kimberly Brooks in a minute. But first, I'm also going to introduce one of our favorite directors. For those of you who don't know, often in animation, they give us a director that has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> and then we have someone like Gene, who I don't know, how long ago did we meet? It's got to be 20 years. Uh, maybe 15. Yeah, it's definitely longer than a decade. Yeah. What about me and Eugene? We met uh, with, uh, on a live action show almost. Yeah, I saw you on live action stuff before I was even in animation. I remember you. No way. Oh, yeah, like it, and like casting in a Venice bungalow on a, should I say what, on like a Paris Hilton National Lampoon movie. Yeah, I think yeah it was the you cast first... me in. Yeah. What? 
pledge this uh, Parasol <laughs> National Lampoon's movie. It was when it was in, when she was the hottest thing in the whole world. Yeah. I was in a crappy Lampoon movie too. Let let's dive into um all things Bumblebee first because that's what the fans voted for. So, we're going to start with Kimberly. And Kimberly, I want to know like what you thought when you first saw the drawings, how you approached this audition, the whole audition process. Just share with the world how it all went down that you got to be the glorious goddess Bumblebee, who I do believe was one of the first female black superheroes from the DC Comics. She joined the Teen Titans in the 70s. And it's like such an iconic, amazing character. So tell us how, of course, you fucking rock as her. So tell us how she came to be in your life. Yeah. I love you. Thank you. Um, I guess I just did got it the old fashioned way. I auditioned for it. Um, um, but I, you know, it's Lauren Faust. I mean, come on, first of all. Um, right. Bumblebee is just amazing. And you're right. I think you're right. She is the first black DC superhero. I think. Female, right? yeah. Female. Yeah, I think so. That's what I meant. Female. Mm -hmm. Uh, correct us if we're wrong, when people will, believe me, they will. But, um, because <laughs> that's how they do. But, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I thought the draw, when I saw the drawings, of course, how could you not love her? Just, I think all of the characters in this rendition of DC Superhero Girls is amazing. You know, like we were talking about in the past, um, different shapes, different sizes, different ethnicities. I mean, everyone's represented. It's just, it's just an awesome group to be a part of. So, and now you got Beast Boy up in the mix. What? <laughs> and Beast Boy. <laughs> what? Maybe some people ship BB Bumble. BBB. 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 I think we're starting B a new thing. B That's to the fourth power. Cute. Beast Boy, <laughs> I would share you with Kimberly. Oh wow, I'm into that. Would you? Mm -hmm. Okay. I know. I know. B I B B B Ray Ray. B B B B B B Ray. B B B B B Ray. We I think we just started a canon threesome ship. B B B B Ray. Like when people are all into B B B B Ray, they have to give us credit for starting this ship. Like I just hope this is our first on the ship it show. But the real love must be B B Ray with Bumblebee. Sorry, Sight. Oh, you come dang. in when we decide. I agree. Um, Ray yeah. BB. Ray and BB. yes, of course, you're right. I mean, if if Lauren Faust says, hey, I'm doing this, you're like, I'm all in because she's just so you're like, brilliant. You're like, yes, what please. A visionary. Uh, yeah, please. Yeah. And Jean, you came onto the show after it was cast. Tell us how you joined the DC Superhero Girls, how that all happened. Right. So I was approached uh, shortly after I left Nick because Sam Regal, who was your original voice director, he got famous and busy and he kind of moved off and then with his blessing i kind of moved on so i inherited you guys post the original casting um and you know thanked him profusely for for you guys because you're just such wonderful comedians and then just dove in you know you guys were a little established already so it was a little more it was less like shaping the clay and it was a little more like making sure the clay didn't fall over during the kilning so it's been it's been a nice right. fun kind of job that way. You joined the party in progress. You just mm -hmm. bought like new libations and new mm -hmm. snacks. Um, Kimberly, <laughs> is it the first time you've got to play Bumblebee? Um, I think so. Maybe wow. I did like a short. I did. I think I did a short or something like that in the past. But yeah, no, this is it. This is 
this is it. And you know what? I did audition to play Bumblebee in your um uh on your show, Teen Titans, because uh-huh. there was another Bumblebee, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, she joined the cast. Remember that beastie? I forgot about all that. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm That's just okay. joking. It's yeah, not, she was great. It's not she you. was great, but she's not Kimberly. Need, okay. <laughs> Exactly. That's but all we just, need to say. But I was think I just thought that was you know there's that was just cool that there's another bumblebee out there is all. Yeah. So yeah, mm. um, that could have been that could have been weird. And she's so cute. Like I do love the DC superhero girls. This version in that it's before their origin story, so it's before anything terrible happened, and so it's just them in high school being teenagers, yeah. and it's so being cute. T- and you're so cute, like how you approach it, like. When you first saw the script and they said, oh, she's kind of shy, like, do you remember any of those little, because sometimes, like, when I tell a story of booking Raven, it's like a really, it's like a cool God shot story where I went in, I did what I thought I wanted to do, and I left. And then I came back and asked Andrea if I could try one more thing, which I don't know where that idea came from to have this little thing. Wow. So, like, do you, do you remember anything from your audition or any inspiration, anything like that? Well, I was really shy growing up. I'm still kind of shy. I know people don't really believe that but I'm kind of like just being myself um because I was I don't know I just I felt sort of like an outcast growing up um so when Lauren really wanted that really emphasized that that was like I think the strength of her character you know is going to be coming from her overcoming all of these obstacles and shyness and things that she self-imposes so I was really opened to playing that and just having that as an experience. So I definitely tapped into that for sure. Like that is, that's how I feel connected to Bumblebee. Um, so yeah, but I just, it's, it's so cute. Like how strong she's, she really she's, is. She's kind of how... you. She's kind of you. Yeah, like, you, like I you know. You're shy. It's... You're super sweet. Yeah. Oh, um, thank you. And you know, I was reading some of her origin story, like how in the beginning she didn't have powers and she suited up for her boyfriend and then she, hurt the titans and then she joins the titans and then suddenly she gets more and more powers and i i just i, I don't know i love like reading different origin stories watching them all yeah. play out in different shows and different versions but this one is right. really really special and also our cast we'll have to do like a full dc girls cast it's a really special yes. cast that would be cool um oh yeah Jean, i love, yeah. I love do, all does of it ever girls. stress you out to keep us all in line gene <laughs> <laughs> no i love the stories that get told every seven lines no it's fantastic uh, <laughs> <laughs> no it's great he's because, not joking yeah right yeah. you guys are all on a, a very similar level of like competence and you all come from a little more uh, traditional acting background so we can just run scripts as long as i want like two or three pages at a time to run a thing like a scene almost like we're rehearsing a play and it's it's heaven for me because i don't have to read in anybody and then i can just tweak each of you guys like with two notes and then we do it again and all the notes get taken on the first time and then that's the thing i want or i don't want it and i change it again and it's actually a little because when i jumped in right that was the same time that amanda rinda came on and like there there were you guys came back for this second season there were like three new sets of ears in that room right and so we went as fast as you guys were comfortable which was almost too fast for them to start thinking about notes which is a really good sign if you're just like i just enjoyed it i didn't think about it It, you know that makes it difficult for people who have to kind of like visually imagine it but it's also a very good sign to know like 
you guys all know your characters. I'm just going to change situations and like yeah. make sure I understand the arc of the scene, right? Which isn't really the actor's job. That's the director's job is to make sure like we don't peak in act one and then it's just like a flat line through the rest of the rest of the thing. You know, you you reminded me of something when you when you were talking about the different ideas you have. Just explain to like the general public what it's like because it's not just you. It's like writers and producers and everyone in your ear and how you have to filter that to try and make sure the actors don't get too tired. Like you have a really big kind of often thankless job. So, I mean, just maybe just give some yeah, sure. of the background to the viewers of what, what it really looks like to be in your seat during an animated session. So when we're doing an ensemble record, which is what we try to almost always do with DC Superhero Girls or any other kind of show like that, is all the actors will be... Back in the pre-COVID days, all the actors will be in a booth, or nowadays, all the actors are together on Zoom, and they're reading together, and then I'm on the microphone, and I control all the messaging to them from a peanut gallery of directors, producers, writers, storyboard artists, people like that who are behind me, who each have a different ear for what they need in the show. You know, and the producer needs to hit a few different emotional points and the director needs it to sound a certain way because it's going to look a certain way. And the writer wants to make sure all his jokes are hitting the way he imagines those jokes to hit. So they will they will work. And then it's my job to take all of like this, this small hurricane of of ideas popping up behind me and kind of turn them into a a narrative that makes sense and still works with what they're doing. And so we just that's translate that back and forth. Yeah. It's fun though. That's not yeah, easy. That's... <laughs> it is fun. It's such a fun show. I mean, I love doing this show. It's one of my favorite shows. We really are like a family on that show. Yeah. Um, we haven't worked with the boys really. We didn't work with you. Vibes. Well, I worked with you on the Teen Titans side mm. and we did the crossover. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, with it's, me, it's, it's so easy. Like, I'm like, one take, it's done. Like, it's so easy for Gene, always. <laughs> I mean, I'm barely I'm barely even Except needed to be there for that long in the session. So it's like, I come and go quick. <laughs> right, right. I yeah. usually just mail in the script, and then he just sends back the take. He's like, these are the ones you want, and then it's done. <laughs> and I don't even need this to record it in my need... booth. I just use my iPhone. It's like, because the quality of my voice <laughs> transcends uh, through... To, uh, the, you know, all technology. This, yeah, my, the quality of my voice <laughs> this, is so high this is already. Why BB Ray, yeah. Listen, this is why BB Ray from now on is Bumblebee Ray. Sorry. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to hear. I'll about, take it. I'll um, take it. Any fun Comic Con experiences? We've hadn't been able to go to cons, obviously. I have COVID. Mm, but before that, um, it doesn't have to be Bumblebee, Kimberly. Any character that you played that someone kind of touched your heart that was dressed as you, can you give us some stories from Comic Con life? Comic Con life, that con life, living mm. that con life, um, <laughs> that good con life. I have a lot of stories. Um, what's the most people, that kids dress up like you? I would say, like, what character? Probably, probably from uh, Steven Universe, Jasper. Or just the world of that. I mean, Voltron's pretty good, too. I got a lot of... But people are... I, there's something that happened on Steven Universe that spoke to a lot of people that didn't feel like they had voices before. And so I have a lot of people that I meet, just all ages and just all different backgrounds that have connected through the show and just... and. I just hear a lot of stories how people met in line, how 
people's lives were saved, how people suffered from, you know, identity crisis or gender identity or whatever the thing was going on in their life. And so I have a lot of those. I've been blessed to have so many people share those types of stories with me. Um, and you, I don't know. You've it's never just, cosplayed, I don't think, right? I did one time. I did. I had um, the most awesome fan ever make a full-on from a Mass Effect um, in seven, like uniform for um, my character that I play, <laughs> that I voice. Stop it. Called Can you, Ashley. Ashley. If you have a picture of that, will you I share was, it with so us? Weird. And... This is so weird that I just happen to have it because I did a signing last <gasps> week, and that's the only reason it's in my book. Stop it. But right here, this is her, <gasps> and this is what she looks like. So I gotta get. I gotta find my picture. Yes. We should do like a DC Girls cosplay with all of us. That'd be so much fun. That'd be cute. And I would. That would be my favorite. Cause come on, Bumblebee. Gene can dress as Beast Boy. Oh my god! Where do we get him? Gene can be a cute Beast <laughs> I'm Boy. I'm sorry, but <laughs> this 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 version of Bumblebee is no question the cutest. It's oh, it's so cute. So Whenever cute. there's a Bumblebee episode, I'm so happy. She's so cute. I. So when cute. she's Karen, uh, when she's Karen, and she has her um oversized sweater and her Uggs, that's me. Like that's my outfit. That's my go-to outfit. <laughs> so that's how I will be doing my cosplay because I want to be comfortable. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so much. It, it's so fun. We really miss going to the cons. It's one of the reasons we started this show right now as a way to connect with fans that have been missing oh, all that. Gene, have genius. you done a comic con? I've been to a decade full of comic cons. Uh, just back in the day, like when I worked at Nickelodeon, we also had to talent handle. So it was us and Tom Kenny walking around and you and us walking around <laughs> for fairly odd parents or, you know, uh -huh. those things. Sipes several times on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, man. They're, Turtled out they're, a bunch. Yeah, they're Do you have a favorite Comic-Con story? I got weird sightings. I saw Tobey Maguire... Uh, in a Spider-Man mask, like pulling it up and looking at stuff and not being noticed. Oh, you saw he was him? Just, yeah, just in oh, the that's mask, hilarious. just walking around. So yeah, uh, that's fun. Oh, I also saw just a quick Game of Thrones one, like that first season of Game of Thrones outside the Hard Rock Hotel. I guess Jason Momoa decided to get a breath of fresh air, instantly got Hello. mobbed, and was just trying to sign things as fast <laughs> as possible. And while he was doing that, Peter Dinklage with a skateboard and a hoodie just walked right on by him, and nobody noticed. So that's probably no on. Him. He's right? so he's awesome. Tall. I guess people were like, ah, some kid. It was literally. And he's larger like, than life. Right? Oh, he my really Just is. with the hood up. He's, there would have to be a pretty big him. distraction for me to miss Dinklage. Well, Jason Momoa is a big distraction. Momoa might be. <laughs> and he was holding a skateboard. What's I just up? Think this, that's is not, awesome. this is not Comic Con related. We were, at the, we were at the Annie Awards, and remember Jason Biggs pulled my pants down on stage? Oh yeah! Wow, that was the first. That was the first year of that turtles, and you guys mm -hmm. were all presenting together. Yeah, yeah that was. I mean, I don't think you know that that's a that really anymore. big deal, Sipes. You pull your pants off all the time. I mean, this was somebody else pulling my pants off, um, so it was a little <laughs> different. But you do sessions in your underwear, and you've done this show naked. 100 hey, you don't want to see below the oh, jacket. Geez. I was gonna say, what? How do we know it's not happening right now? Well, I have my speedos on. I'm, I'm actually gonna go surf, um, swimming after this. So we're lucky he's here, oh. and we're lucky he's not eating. I am it's quite hungry. Oh, no. <laughs> do you have any questions for our beautiful guest, Um, Kimberly, when is our show that we did for Nickelodeon coming out? And Gene, maybe you could tap 
Ty, That's you know, have some answers. Can you please tell us? What's that? I don't know. I don't have the inside <laughs> track them. anymore. We're... I know they were done like a year and a half ago, and they're adorable. And the animation's amazing. It's the best show. Greg is so good on that show. Aww. What is Pete's it? Just waiting in it? the. He's. Can we say? Should I don't know sure you can say or not. It'll yeah. never come out, but maybe uh... don't. Maybe don't. You don't want to get in trouble. Don't. No, don't no say it's, it. pu- it's public information. It's public I mean, it's information. Wrapped, so, yeah. It's not out yet. You don't know that. Co- it's coming that someday. There's an amazing show someday. Yeah, you don't, so Gene doesn't know. That was my question. You're gonna thank me later. You're Gene can't say. Maybe we can we'll ju- just we say can't there's just a say great show waiting to be released. And it's wonderful. It, yeah, it's it amazing. I believe it really that. is. Great cast. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Cool. Um, okay. Next question for the fans. Um, have you seen or do you have a favorite um, fan art of Bumblebee or your other characters? And for Eugene, it can be any show that you've worked on, like something that's like, oh, that was really good. Like we had a girl on Titans to share that would like redraw all of our pictures as our Teen Titans characters. So we like love her so much. We had her on an episode. Like, is there anything that's like touched you in, in terms of fan art or music? Um, Fan art. I always I love when the young people can draw pictures and beautiful and send them to me because I can't even draw a stick figure. So I've gotten a lot of those. Um, I don't have any handy. I should have some. I do have this handy. Oh! <laughs> She's always in here with me in my booth. Oh, yeah. I have your... You're hanging on my wall over there. But, um... <sighs> yeah. And... To your Greg Sipes anyway, area. I do have a Greg Sipes thing, but I if I show it, it will give the show away that we did together. But it's right here. Oh, wait, you could okay, show it. I don't think That's you me. You guys saw it really quick. That's you. (laughs) And you're here. And you're coincidentally in in my booth. This is so weird. I'm not showing it. I don't want to get busted. I never never do anything. I'll show you afterwards. I'll be like. I I, I would show the tattoo I have of you, but it's in a really special place. So. (laughs) (laughs) He says that to all the bumblebees flitting around. Um, I... (laughs) I have a lot of turtles art, like fan art, which I really loved. And then the other one that I love seeing people do takes on is uh, Legend of Korra, which I cast but did not. I was one of the casting directors, but I did not voice direct. Um, but that's another one that like hits everybody really like, like in the gut when they're Korra fans. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember who I played on that show, Gene? I'm putting you on, on the spot. Korra. I can't. Yep. I can't I mean, you cast a lot of characters. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I, I barely remember yeah. the name either, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the name? No, he I remember. He I played Two. Two. His name was Two. T-U. In two. Legend of Korra. I was um, the was cousin right. of the oh. the main character. Korra. Characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Interesting. Um, Speaking of origin story, people always ask how you got into the business. So I'd love to hear from both of you. Gene, if you want to go first and then Kimberly, like how you got to where you are today, what inspired you, some of the steps that you took, what are your origin stories? Yeah, I'll take it as short as I can. I started, uh, I went to school to be an actor, but by the time I got out, I realized I didn't want to be that. Um, So I bopped around kind of lost in Hollywood for a few years until I got an internship as a casting director for live action stuff for Mary Renew and Monica Mickelson. Like I interned on Sin City and Idiocracy um, and then kind of just like slowly went up in the in the independent film world for five years until something came up at Nickelodeon 
and I'd always loved animation, so I jumped over to there, and kind of the rest is history on that one. But yeah, it started from a performance background, and then realizing I just didn't want to audition, rehearse, or perform, and so that's a little bit of a hindrance. <laughs> yeah, those that are kind of although there there is still some audition element to directing, right? Like you still got to kind of put yourself out there and convince the cast and crew or the crew and the production that you're the right person for that job. Yeah. And there's a tiny bit of performance uh, element while directing oh, itself. There's a lot yeah. of performance. Because you need to know how to yeah. talk to the actors. Yeah, if I don't give, That's you why you're take. a good director. All good directors have acting backgrounds so that you don't say the actor, hey, can you make it more squiggly? And we're like, what? Like you have to yeah. know the right words to say to actors. Having an acting background mm -hmm. is essential for a yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Completely. I have to direct Tara gorgeous. all the time. <laughs> How do you deal with me? I've worked with her. She's amazing. BB Ray. <laughs> What's your no, origin you story, always, Kimberly Brooks? Well, I was just going to say, on DC Superhero Girls, you always have, um, Batgirl always has, like, huge, quick, fast monologues, and you always nail it. Like, on the first take. I'm so I'm impressed with her. you. It's I incredible. I know. I'm like, <laughs> she makes it all so freaking easy, Tara Strong. She does make it look kind of easy. So it's like we're, the bar's up here in that room. It's I mean, look who's talking, please. I'm in oh, a room of grace, please. Come How'd on. you get your start? Um, how did I get my start? Um, thank you, Mrs. Kelly, to my, when I was in the fifth grade. Um, I had to, I was having issues because I moved. Um, let's just face it. I was just listening to an interview with Chris Rock and he was just very blunt about it. I grew up in the inner, I was born in the inner city, but we moved to an all white community when I was, um, in the third grade. And let's just say I had some trouble being accepted. So mm. I had a lot of, um, just, it, it was just an interesting upbringing. And until this teacher, Mrs. Kelly who um, taught this class um, and she had a puppet show in her room and she used to put on children's theater and she got me involved in children's theater and I discovered I love doing voices and all of that stuff. So it kind of saved me because it was something that I found and then I found friends in the theater and all of that kind of stuff. So that was my start. And then when I was in school, I went to an awesome high school that had a really good theater program. Like when we did Sweeney Todd, I got to be Mrs. Lovett, and we got the chair. What? The chair we had was from um, the actual Broadway show. So we have the stage, and the, the you, she cuts the throat, and they go into the stage. So I had a real, I just luckily, that's the one good thing about growing up, people that have money. So I got to um, really experience that and knew that theater was, like, not only a lifesaver, but it was the thing I loved to do, and it was how I had my voice. I was a theater major at uh, Cal State Long Beach. I started a theater company called the Elephant Theater in Hollywood um, with a bunch of other actor friends of mine. And then I just knew I wanted to do voiceover and like it like fish to water. It was exactly what I needed because it wasn't about what you look like. It wasn't about what race you were. It was like I could be a kid. I could be whatever. So it was like, oh, this is it. And and, you know, I didn't have to be self-conscious. And once I'm in here on the mic, it's just like, I, that's where I can come out. So that's kind of how my career started. And I've just been really lucky. Like, I literally booked my very first audition, which was um, a Doritos commercial. 
Um, and then I feel my I booked my second commercial, and it was actually with Gary Anthony Williams, who I worked with this morning. Right. With Gene. Oh. Um, and he played my dad. <laughs> Aww. And yeah, it's kind of funny because yeah, we've also played like husband and wife. But anyway, that's that's no. a whole other thing. <laughs> that's so funny. I love so that pretty so much, much, and then I I went into uh, my first audition with um, Sandy Schnarr, who's a really good voiceover agent out here, and I wanted to do promo work. Like that's what I thought voiceover was. It was like I just want to be the announcer, like Don LaFontaine. I just want to say tonight on ABC. I wanted to be that person. So that's what I was kind of doing, and I was taking voiceover classes at Voice Tracks West, and with um, I don't know, it's just. I was doing everything that I was supposed to do, and um, I went into, I didn't have an agent, and Sandy Schnarr agreed to meet with me because I had booked that first commercial, but I needed someone to negotiate my contract, so I was basically just bringing her a job. And she's like, do you do kid voices? And I was like, sure, yeah, of course. <laughs> and so it was one of those things, and then I went into to bo the booth with Art Butler, who's another voiceover guy. Um, and I did my first audition with him and basically to this day, Art still records my auditions. It's been weird during pandemic, but generally, um, Aww. I still, that's been 20 something years, more than that. But he's your guy. So that's kind of how I love, he's him. my guy. He's my guy. So I love that so much. What a beautiful yeah, origin story. I bet you remember your first commercial you did. Yeah. Do you remember the copy? Oh, yeah. It had to do with college, going to college, and like three, I don't, I don't remember. I was like a college student. I remember my yeah. first big commercial. It was a, uh, I started as a little wow. boy in Florida, and it was a like live action commercials, and um, it was diapers. It was for a toy, a Pooping. toy called Two uh, um, XL, and I, I said, my little brother has more brains in his fingers than all you put together, and they go, it says who, and they go, it says says Two XL. <laughs> <laughs> and then you push it. It's like history, so science. I remember like it was yesterday. Your big break. We'll have to find. I love that. that. On the internet. It's available. It's one of the one of the highlights of my life for sure. I just looked it up. It's that robot-y looking. It's like the next version of a speak and spell. I remember yeah. that thing. <laughs> Wait, what's it called again? Two XL, and it looks like a and then I like a Fisher Price my robot. Speech. It's really cool. Uh, and then the second big commercial it I sounds did familiar. was um, Zap It Water Guns. Be wise, motorize, zap it, z -z -z zap it. <laughs> <laughs> Disappearing ink. <laughs> I did so many commercials wow. growing up. Yeah, little baby sipes. I'm so impressed that you remember them. Little I remember that. Sipes. Did they give you Those a water gun? School. I had water guns and I, it was like on my shelf. It was like a trophy. I was like, and it was so cool, like working as a little young, little sipes. I would buy go-karts and go on surf trips with my money. It was such a blessing to like be a working actor as a little boy. Wow. Yeah. That is. But my first audition though was actually Beast Boy after coming to LA and actually having a manager earlier on in my life tell me that I needed to have uh, go to, to get surgery on my voice because it wasn't low enough. Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah, yeah. This, this really surgery. horrible managers. Like, like deep man voice surgery? Yeah, well, because he wanted to be on, he Aren't wanted me to be on soap soap operas so bad. He's like, you don't your voice is too high to be on soap operas. <laughs> Instead of and, being like, wait, what can we do with your voice? And fast forward, <laughs> I freaking starred on General Hospital with that little voice. With my little voice, 
Which is not With very little. Tiny Even though my real speaking voice is this, I did get this after all. I got the <laughs> surgery and this is my actual. Right. It is. And speaking of little voices, um, Kimberly's, you did get to do some pretty big promo stuff. Aren't you like the voice? There's like some big awards show I you're the voice of. Am I wrong? I do promo work all the time. Yeah. So it, my dream did come yeah. true. I do a lot of promo work. Yeah. I was the first female, again, a lot of firsts, um, probably the first black uh what what did I just say, Mrs. Lovett? No, the fr- I was the first female primetime announcer for NBC. So that was like my big gig. That was like back during, yeah, I was doing like, this was like when Biggest Loser was on and, and I'm trying to think of all the other shows I did. Just, it, it was incredible. I was, it, they call it the golden handcuffs because I was lucky enough to, they would need you like six or seven times a day. And they would, your agent would just call and go, okay, they need you right now. And you get the script and you just, you just go. So that's why I already had this booth before pre-pandemic. Um, and I was already set up because that's how pro- the promo world works. And even now, like I just did, um, what was I doing? Promos for Grammys, promos for Academy Awards, promos for um, right so now. Oh, those little so awards fun. shows. Fox, yeah. <laughs> I get to, I love, that's like one of my favorite things. I love promos. I, I was the voice of Cartoon Network for a while. I did all the voices for Cartoon Network, oh. promos for Cartoon Network, and that was so fun. I think I remember you. Did you used to go over to um, Warner Brothers, The Ranch, and do the yeah, promos there? Yeah, we, we did the promos at The Ranch, but also, I forget the name of the studio, but um, I, I just loved doing promos. It was really cool to just It's really fun. It. Yeah, it's like my it's favorite really thing. It's a fun world. It's it. hard to break in, and I'm so proud of you. Like, you did it. You had that dream, and you did it, so... I think the Thank next you. question should be like, what do you say to young girls that think maybe they don't have a shot? Um, and some words of wisdom, and then we'll go to Eugene. Um, what you would tell either your younger self or a young hope, or like to my daughter or anybody. Um, your daughter, yeah. There's only one you. You are you, and you got it. You just got to bring what you bring. Um, yeah, I think. I hope, at least in my perspective, is that. The, Girls seem a lot more confident now than at least when I was growing up. I mean, I always am like, oh, I wish I just had someone to just tell me I was good enough or tell me I could, you know, achieve this or achieve that. Um, But I don't know. I'm so proud of so many of the girls that I meet, young girls. Um, My daughter, she's 17. She's going off to college, but her friends are all going to these amazing schools. They're all doing really well. They're following their dreams. And I'm just really inspired by them. So I would say just do that. Follow your dreams. Believe in yourself. Whatever your dream and goal is, it's unique to you. And there's enough room in the world for everyone to have everything that they envision for themselves. So Totally. That's, that's kind of my general, like, outlook on life, you know. And... Fear is a four-letter word, so being afraid of things is is what holds us back, and you got to face those fears. That is so, so true. I just that is so true. Yeah, that's kind of my mon- my mantra. Yeah, I, I can't because <laughs> I, I have I've I've, I've overcome a lot of fears. <laughs> Beautiful. What were we gonna say, Greggy? I was gonna say, don't ever pretend like you don't know what you want. Right. Don't ever pretend like you don't know what you want. And everything you've ever wanted, you'll get it and you'll receive it in a way you never could have imagined. Better than you could have imagined every time. So true. Because the universe is listening. And so don't, you know, even putting any negative on something that you want is just not advised. You know, and that comes from fear too. Like being afraid to believe in something or afraid to 
think that you can to make a move something. to try right well, to make scarce, a move yeah scarcity so. is a is a uh, bill of bad goods sold to people because truly there's infinite amounts of everything in the universe and uh, yeah. once you start to really practice that the fact that there is infinite amounts of everything you'll see how the universe goes here's everything you've ever wanted you can have it too yeah yep yep i love that I love that. Gene, how about you? Some words of wisdom for the young genes in the world? Yeah, sure. I think uh, whatever you want to do or whatever it is you think you want to do, make sure you do something towards that every day, right? Because we can get in a real slump of going like, I want to be at this and then not doing anything for it. Or it's like, I'm going to start doing this. Just do something. And it can be small. It can be just organizing or researching or like a little bit of energy every day towards a thing creates the snowball there's not there's no such thing as a break it's like thousands of tiny little breaks so just do something every day do something every day towards that thing it's true i love that's that. what eddie vetter said if you want to be a songwriter write 100 songs if you want to mm. be a painter paint 100 pictures yeah. you know like do it do the thing that's another thing i do say i did steal that from eddie vetter but i agree <laughs> with i came up with an ama- amazing <laughs> saying uh, just do it just do it <laughs> And then there's like a swish. No, 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 no swish. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I came up with that so Um, long ago. Do you wanna? Do you wanna (laughs) just do it and ask your favorite stupid question? Yes. This question is adored by all Ship It Show fans around the world. Um, (laughs) uh, Ship, ship, marry, kill. Uh, Somebody in the DC universe. Since we don't. Yeah, you can explain you further. Have, um, I, I always fail at explaining. Your ship. I know. Time. I understand the premise, but are are you giving us the names, or we you, have to come up with the You names? can. So here's here's what you can do. You can either do it as yourself or as your character. And Gene, obviously, you do it yourself or your favorite character. Who would you like that character or yourself to have a relationship? Who would you like you or that character to marry? And who would you or your character like to kill? And let's stick in the DC universe since we're doing a Bumblebee DC Girls type show. I'm going to go after Jean. <laughs> Jean's like, thanks. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to throw off the first thing in my head. And let's, let's from the POV of Batman, um, he's going he's gonna to ship Aquaman. He's going to marry Superman. And then, who's he going to kill? Hmm. That's a hard one for me. It's not hard. Superman, <laughs> Batman has a lot of enemies. Yeah, but that's... I don't think it's... Is it? <sighs> He's going to kill King Tut from the first Batman series. From the camp. <laughs> yeah. All right. All mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Kimberly? I need to get abreast of all my DC... Who are my options? There's just so many options. Start with like, the DC girls world. Stuck. Like, who in our group would you ship? Let's be real a minute. Who do you ship? And you can be honest and just say Beast Boy... You know, you want to ship Beast Boy, you want to marry Beast Boy. Or you Boy. could say Batgirl. You could say Tara Strong. I mean, Batgirl or Raven or Harley. You could say that. I, uh, I have a crush on all of them. Um, yes. Let me think. I'm. I love the BBBBB thing, but maybe I do love Batgirl. Oh, she's the best. She is the best. You little She's devil. The best. You okay, little solid, devil. man. So I'm going with Batgirl for my ship. Okay. And then I have to kill. Oh, who do I want to marry? 
You can marry Batgirl. Can I? You can like date her for a while and then. But what if we're just like BFFs? With benefits. Yeah, and you don't have to get married. Fuck okay. that. Who cares? Okay, who are you gonna kill? <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna marry her. I'm gonna marry her. Okay. I'm gonna kill. Who am I gonna kill? I need some advice here. Who Beast do boy. I kill? I don't <gasps> kill anyone. Even people that annoy me, I don't want to kill them. Just go with it. Don't Who's be afraid. worthy. I'm gonna say like, what if it's like your opposite? What if it's like Harley? No. Oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna kill Harley. Oh man. But it's like the duality. It's like the duality. You rocking the boat, girl. I like you. You rocking Maybe. the boat, killing Harley up in here. <laughs> <laughs> rocking the, the love. I'm just throwing it out there as like a like. I'm mean, speaking psychologically, like. If it's like okay, I get it. You want to kill me? The same Great. Coin. Okay, this conversation no, is now over. Okay, so, I don't. No, no. That B on your face has not moved this whole ship it show. Because it's a filter. <laughs> it's okay. Number one, this is a filter because I've had a really busy day and I didn't feel like putting on. And I knew it was Bumblebee, so I put on a Bumblebee filter. It's amazing. Technology I is amazing. I think that is so sweet. I want to know how to get that filter. How do I get that? I'll show you after. You. Um, you have to show me all kids, technology because I don't you? know things. Who am I killing? You said it. Oh, oh, you're not going to kill Harley? Okay, good. No, I, I didn't say that. I mind. just throwing things to kill Beast out. Boy. Oh, okay, okay. He's killing Beast Boy. It's totally fine. Don't even think about it. I'm going to say, I don't want to kill Beast Boy either. I, this is the whole point of the show, and I don't know. It's not really. It is. This is the most know. important question you're ever going to answer your whole <laughs> yeah. life. I will say when we don't get to it on the live show until the end, people are like, Where's Ship Mary Kill? Where's Ship Mary Kill? I told you it's a sought oh, after question. And see, I don't want to disappoint anyone. I need like, is it? Don't people like? Oh, because this isn't live, so people can't chat, right? Yeah, no. they're gonna chat. People can't. Are they gonna? We be could like, ask oh, the internet. This, Hold on. Kill this person. Let me ask we the hate you. We they're gonna it. chat. Yes, they're gonna super do. chat. Or actually, Luke, Luke, can you do um a tweet saying who should Bubble be kill, and I'll retweet it, and then because she's have a lover, not a fighter, and she just. Doesn't Take a screenshot, too, like a special up-and-coming Bumblebee episode. We want this question answered. <laughs> no, it'll be on we this We must episode. know the answer. That's what he I mean. asks the internet, Jean, it will happen very quickly. Jean, I often turn to you for advice. Uh, she should kill the Ryan Reynolds version of uh, Green Lantern. Oh, dang. Oh, ouch. I agree. <laughs> a, how did that guy get that job? That's such crap. I don't know. I don't know. Just... Good agents. They I need know. a gene to cast that. Yeah. They were like, Van Wilder can do it. Who would so... you... I was going to say, who would you cast, Gene? Oh, is that kind of Green Lantern? I don't... This is like F. Mary... Or, sorry, re recast. <laughs> Ship Mary cast. <laughs> Ship, Ship Mary recast. I think that's what oh, we're going to start this question to. Ship Mary cast. <laughs> Ship Mary recast. It, it wasn't so much Ryan Reynolds. It was the flaw of the character because he does such a great job on the Marvel series on as as like yeah, a so it had to be like um i actually think chris evans could have done a much better job back from that Ooh, era of chris, chris evans, evans in the like i can't believe this is happening to me zone for him i think he could have done yeah. a much better job than he's good yeah oh that's good see that's why you're casting that's why you do casting did you say I, I, I spaced out. I was looking at the Twitter. Did you say you wanted to cast me as Green Lantern, Gene? Was that what? Oh, yeah. That's what oh. I meant. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's tweeted. Okay. So oh, let's we will, see. We will have an answer by the end of the show. People are stumped. They don't know. Really? Yeah. See? Now I don't feel so bad. 
Right, there's some coming in now. Kill Poison Ivy, says Trey. Wallace. Oh, that's very interesting because it's the no. mechanical versus the organic. Oh, yeah. There you go. I don't like it. I don't like there, it. You, you don't go. like that? I love Poison Ivy. What the hell? No, I love Poison Ivy. That's ridiculous. There is also a really Look, we have to do what the uh, audience says. You... Like her versus Giganto, which is like the, the mind versus says. the... The mind versus the brawn. Gigantic. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what other. You know what? We'll take a little Ooh, break. I did we'll voice in a game or something recently. Well, let's, let's see what the live answer... chat says. Let's see what the live chat no, says. Live chat. We don't. We don't have a live yes, chat. Yes, when this is live airing, chat. there'll be a live no, chat. That's not how it works. Well, let's no. pretend like it works like that because we live in a <laughs> fantasy reality. Let's pretend reality. we can see the live We're, chat of the future. You don't know. Okay. Okay. But while we wait for the answer that's happening in reality, I would like Kimberly and Jean to tell the world. If they have anything exciting coming up or any chari charities or other works that they'd like to promote. And also where we can find you. I'm really bad at this stuff. Also, we're not allowed to I talk can't talk about, about it, so. as I was saying, I can't talk about anything. So mm -hmm. I wish I could because I have so many cool things happening. <laughs> a lot of very fun, cool. I have never been busier. I'm working a lot. And... um. Let's see. I'm doing, um, well, Mass Effect just um, released a new digitally remastered version of their amazing game. So I guess I'd like to <laughs> plug them um, and the release because I just bought it and I'm going to play it for the first time. I'm not going to lie. Um, nice. <laughs> and my daughter's going to show me. It just came in the mail on Saturday. And uh, so, and the next, I think on the, I don't know the date. Some, check my social media, but I do have another signing okay. coming up for that. And where can everybody find you on social media? On Instagram, I believe I'm Kimberly Brooks 11. And then on uh, Twitter, it's Kimberly D. Brooks. I don't know. I'm really bad at it. I'm sorry. I don't, I have a weird reaction to social media. It's not my thing. All right, Jean. Uh, where can people find uh, I got it's just like it really because everyone should know animation is so slow it takes years from like sometimes it's two plus years before what we all do turns into a thing that you can see um, so or the longer. only things I can talk about or longer yeah the only things I can really talk about right now are this show which is awesome and then I do a little work on uh, Fallout all the Fallout updates uh, for the online game and uh, the Nickelodeon Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, movie that's going to be on Netflix, which is I have seen some of the art and Ooh. I've read the script and it's just awesome. And I uh, did the voice directing for that. But those are the only things I can talk about. Literally, oh, wow. like there's a half dozen other things that, you know, just like Kimberly is like untitled project about a you roller can, coaster. You you can talk about you directed us. Oh, you you can't. I think I can say that that where there's a. Uh, I don't know if I can't. I think I can. That don't the, say the it. Game, Jean, don't say it. I think the, I yes, can say that. you can. Yeah, I got a, an email. There's a I DC superhero girls game coming out. So keep your yes. eyes out for that. And we recorded that a few months ago, and that yes. one goes pretty quick. Nice. Yeah. Busy, busy, And busy. where can we find you on social media? You can't. I don't have a. I don't have a presence. I'm sorry. I'm old. That's I'm awesome. Oh, you're. That is awesome, Jean. I'm, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> Alex Dunn on Twitter says you should kill Jasper, and that's yourself, right? <laughs> Dang, I never heard that. Aren't you wow. Jasper? I agree with that. Okay, that's who I kill. Am I right? 
I killed. Okay. I killed is Jasper. She, is she terrible? I mean, she's made a recovery. She's she's better now. She's not so mean. So it's harder. Like back in the day, yeah, without a doubt, she's dead. Okay. So Alex but, Dunn wins, and Kimberly's gonna kill. Thank Jasper. you, Alex. Oh man. Jasper is dead. We have some amazing cosplayers coming up that you'll see. They're so gorgeous and. You've inspired so many people, Kimberly. You're really such a hero in this world and in all worlds. You're an amazing mom. You're an amazing friend. Aww. You really are. You're there for someone like at any hour, and I just adore you, and I'm oh, blown so away sweet. by your gifts. And P.S., she does the same thing, Jean. Am I right? When she's got a big spiel, she gets it right off the bat, too. Yep. Yep. You guys are both killer to work with. Yeah. I got to pee like a racehorse. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. I Greg's do rehearse. I, I try to guys. practice before. I'll be back if you're still that, here. That's Greg, that's the end of the show for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, why don't we thank them Hope for joining us? Because they've been here an hour. Right. We can let them go. I have to pee like a racehorse. What are you saying? God, I said you can at least say thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. They know how much I love them. Gene, I love you. I love Kimberly, you. I love you. Thanks for being on the Ship It Show. Every, all the fans listening, I love you. <laughs> Just go. And don't ever Amazing. hold. Enjoy. When you gotta go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. Don't hold it. It's not healthy otherwise. <laughs> I'm that's really his advice. Sorry. That's probably the most important thing that was said today. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a really good thing he didn't talk about pooping because that literally is a whole other long conversation. Guys, can I have one can I so... say one thing about poop? Can I say one thing yeah. about poop? Of course. My my new puppy pooped in my booth the other day and I didn't <gasps> my mic was already live and I was already ready for my session and I had just stepped out for a second and she came in in that instant and pooped in there and I didn't see it and I stepped it in, in my bare foot and I screamed into my microphone. Can we see this? And puppy? I just wanted to tell it Oh, she's not she's actually not here for the first time ever. She my my son took her with him. She's gone. What kind right of puppy now, did you get? She's a multi poo. She's like this <gasps> Her name is Pebbles, and she's the cutest thing ever, except when she poops in the booth. Her name's Pebbles. Oh, that would have been so cute, but we had to go with Pebbles because our other dog's name is Rocky. It was just a play on words. But Bubbles, you know what? I I name? played Pebbles once, so I'll allow it. I played Pebbles once. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> Guys, thanks for giving us your time today. We really appreciate Thank it. You. Hooray! You're the best, Kimberly. Love you. I love you. All right, Jean, baby, thanks so do. much for giving us some of your time. See you next time. Mwah. To both of you, to everybody. Kimberly, <laughs> that was so much fun. Thank you for letting <laughs> us deep dive into your life and in your origin stories, and you're such an inspiration. Thank you so much for Aww. being here today. Thank you. That was so much fun, and I'm so glad we got help from the fans. <laughs> you're just the best. I need it. And if you want to see Kimberly and more goddesses not like her, because there's only one Kimberly, please like and subscribe to Ship It Show where you find all your favorite podcasts.